This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we'll talk a little bit about some captaincies, teams behaving badly. Jack Eichel finally got traded after we went off the air. Good freaking timing there on that one, Jackie boy. And what's going to happen now that Emilio is not on the show? Talk about that and more. It's Face Off Hockey Show. How about right now? The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. Face Off Hockey Show. With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. What's up, everybody? It's another show here on the Face Off Hockey Show. I'm Scotty Waz. There's Johnny P there. Yep. Fair amount of stuff to get to. Fair amount of things going on. Uh, we get uh, we'll get together always with the good old uh, Johnny P and what he's doing for this week. I uh, I had hockey. Oh, went to a couple hockey games last week. I was uh, I was the only shooter at the rink on uh, on Saturday night. McGavin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so we have this guy uh, from Inside Hockey that's been showing up to Black Bears games also when he's in the area. I don't really know his name. I mean, I do know his name. I just don't remember it anymore. Um, but he shows up. So Friday night, we had three shooters. And people inside everywhere. Hockey, no hockey news. I think it's inside hockey. Mm. thought it was inside hockey. I think it's the same place that Rachel sh- takes pictures for. Mm. So I thought that she was an inside hockey photographer. In any case. I mean, either that or I'm just associating the two together and just like... I think you're because I, I saw something pop up on pro hockey news dot com and the maybe it's pro hockey news because he told me his pictures only show up online. Yeah, I think that's so his it. last name is Haas. From oh, Don. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he does a lot for Navy when they're in town, too. He goes to McMullen and shoots some of their games, too. Gotcha. So, yeah, that's so that's the guy. So he was there. <coughs> Damn. He was there on Friday. So we had three of us on Friday, and then I was the only one there on Saturday to nice. uh, to to miss Laker Aldridge, miraculous um, celebration after his shootout goal. But doing the first dance, feeling the you, flow. You know, neither here nor there is what it is. I'm sure. Uh, not that I'm still bitter about that that it happened on Saturday night, and I'm still angry that that occurred. Right. Not at all. Um, but yeah, so that was great. Um, Sunday, I watched Kyle Larson win a, a NASCAR race. Uh, another NASCAR race. Another. They said he won like 11 this year or something this like is that. His tenth one, yeah. <laughs> tenth points race of the year. Uh, so that was nice. And then uh, outside of that, things are pretty normal. I'm off work on Friday. So, uh, Get off tomorrow, too? No. Uh-uh. Mm. Nope. Um, so yeah, so that's cool. 
good, it's been a good week, I guess. Taking care of business every day. Yeah. Have you gone on? Have you have you went to say that you're done with the office work, right? The office work for you is over. Yeah, I uh, went M and M and all, and just cleaned out my desk. Nice. Uh, yeah. So the only things that uh, are on my desk currently are two monitors and a docking station. Interesting. And then that that's not yours, obviously. You can take those. You should have. So technically, I am allowed to bring them home, but what am I going to do with them? I already have a 55-inch TV as my second monitor. <laughs> my second monitor is a, you know, giant boy. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, so yeah. So, I, I'm technically not going back into the office at all unless, like, I need to be there for meetings or anything like that. Uh, this is basically what I wear to work in right now. <laughs> so... So I was just wearing the yellow black, yellow black bears tee, <laughs> but then I came downstairs into my own basement and I go, damn, it's cold down here. Damn, it's freezing. What's going on here? I had to put on the vest. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, all in all, normalcy. Back to normalcy. I don't, I'm not doing like eight things at a weekend right now, <laughs> which is awesome. Daylight yeah, savings great. time sucks. I've woken up at six o'clock every day for <laughs> three days straight. I don't know how kids do this. Right? They probably how do we, don't. How do we do this as youngsters? <coughs> oh no, he's dying. He's got the Rona. That's all right. Fine, you're boosted up. Yeah, ready to go. Uh, what we, we had hockey this weekend. Went back to the good old Ralph Engelstad Arena and saw those games. Those were those were interesting games. Much you know, game one was uh, less a chess match, more hungry, hungry hippos. Um, and yeah, Saturday's game was okay. Didn't do much of anything on Sunday. We got rain now. It's gonna be snow tomorrow, so oh. we gotta get ready for that. We had a good long spell without snow, and now we're getting to the middle of November. And um, yeah, four four inches possible. So we got that going for us. Nice, which is nice. Um, but yeah, nothing. Uh, Nothing out of the ordinary for us. I'm just trying to do you think. Have the, uh, do you have the um, the uh, engine heater already hooked up? Block heater? I do not. I don't have a block heater. Oh. I keep telling myself I should buy one, but I, nah, just too lazy. One of those, one of those things. Did your old car have one? Uh, the Grand Prix? Yeah, it did. It had one. I, but here's the funny thing. I didn't know about it until I got to North Dakota that I had one. So. Well, you didn't need it here. <laughs> No, I was no, 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 no. Up in Calgary, I did. Oh, that's the one you had in Calgary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have because I had the. I had the only Pontiac I had down there was the Bonneville. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, no. So I didn't. I bought it, and I didn't know I had a block heater for the longest time. So that's on me. That's on me on that one. But I keep looking at like block heaters, and I'm just like, I don't have the time. We only have one car, and it's like I, I don't have the time to take off work and all this other shit um also don't have the money that they can get pretty pricey. Do it. yeah that's also that's also a reason i think uh, all things considered so yeah did that and uh, away we went and now we are here on uh get ready god we're always always already a third through november it's kind of shocking and sad at the same time that's true it goes by quickly thanksgiving's a couple weeks away and let's go get some turkey get some taters let's do this 
Uh, but before that, let's get to hockey news. We got some, uh, we got injuries. We always have injuries, and we got a lot of injuries. Holy Jesus. Do we have Uh-oh. a lot of Do I have to play it twice? Uh, no, nah, there's once. Oh, yeah. Play Who's down and out with some blues? Yeah. Maybe some black and bruised. It's the face of hockey show injury reports. That was crunchy. That was a bit crunchy. I might have turned it up to you loud. <laughs> um, Ottawa Senators were hit with COVID in a big, big way. Josh Norris, Connor Brown, Dylan Gambrell, Austin Watson, Nick Holden, and Coach Jack Capuano all tested positive for COVID. They are out, obviously, for the protocol reasoning. Just when uh, Ottawa was looking oh. like a team. They were the Senators like, were rising. Yeah, exactly. Just like Marcus uh-huh. Aurelius. Exactly. Uh, Mike Sullivan also got COVID, but he doesn't play. He doesn't play for the Ottawa Senators. He coaches for the Penguins. So he is week to week with the protocol situations too. Um, some more serious injuries. Miles Woods of the Devils, hip surgery. He Ooh. is out indefinitely on that one. Um, so he will be that gone. That has to suck when you're like in your mid twenties and you're having hip surgery. Okay. That's got to be brutal. Oh, I mean, you look at what Ray, the late Ray Emery had, having to deal with that surgery and then as a goalie coming back. Yeah. I mean, as a forward, it's one thing. It's learning to pivot again. And now this, you know, shit. Like, but like you said, have a hip. I don't know if it's hip replacement, but anything. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine, like, at 50, what these guys are going to have going through. <laughs> They're going to take advantage of the Players Association's retired players, assi- the Alumni Assistance Fund, I'm sure. I hope so. That doesn't get enough play about like guys who retire, what they get from the NHL Alumni Association when all is said and done. It's probably the maximum allowable by the CBA. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's very true. <laughs> very true. Uh, Anthony Mantha's got so- shoulder surgery. He is also out indefinitely for your Washington Capitals. That means both parts of that big parts of that trade uh, from the Red Wings last trade deadline are now out indefinitely with shoulder injuries. So. Had that going for you. Uh, Patrick Laine, oblique strain, four to six weeks on that one. Uh, Nathan McKinnon just announced today, lower body injury. He's going to be out at least three weeks for that. Peter Morazic, goalie for your Toronto Maple Leafs, groin injury, four weeks with that. And Alexander Barkoff, lower body injury day to day. But hey, aren't we all with the Florida Panthers on that one? Uh, one suspension this week, Mikhail Sergeyev. Uh, suspended two games for uh, throwing a cross check oop upside the head of Mitch Marner in that one. So, you know, what can you do, right? It happens sometimes. Sometimes it happens. Uh, have you been paying attention to the NHL Network's composite comp- uh, games or whatever the hell they have? Damn, Spencer Knight gave up six goals last night. He has not been good. It's probably because I drafted him. Yeah, gonna, if I drop him, he'll be real good. Sure, once you drop him, you know, off your roster, he'll be fine. Yeah. Well, um, then Bobrovsky will go ahead and hit, take it over. I thought Bobrovsky was hurt right now. That's why Spencer Knight was playing so much. Oh. Um, I have been watching NHL Network, but mostly, like, between the hours of, like, 5 and 7.30. Mm. Mostly. Just, like, it's mostly the NHL tonight, and then by the time they get into the... Uh, like around the fish traps where they could like go to games and stuff. I started watching those. Mm-hmm. You know what I realized last night? So we are over a month into this season or technically right around a month, right? 
Uh, about a month. And I haven't seen a single game on ESPN or TNT yet. Interesting. Is that by by design or? I have no idea. I don't know when the games are. Either they're like after my bedtime or they're on Wednesday nights. Right. TNTs are on Wednesday night. Um, ESPNs are on Tuesdays and maybe Fridays. Well, Fridays I might be in the rank. Yeah. But I checked last night and there was no ESPN game on last night. There was supposed to be Panthers and Devils. It was supposed to be the National. Oh, that was on NHL Network. I saw parts of that on NHL Network, but I didn't see anything on ESPN. Maybe I just didn't look. Maybe I looked on Monday night. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know what the... Uh... The Caps were playing on Monday night. I watched some of the Caps game on Monday. There you they go. the Sabres. Yeah, I did. I don't get it anymore. I don't understand. I feel like I feel like we have two channels now, and I can't find a goddamn hockey game on TV at all unless I'm watching NBCSN Washington or the NHL Network. Um, so the TNT game tonight is Minnesota uh, and Arizona. Oh, that's a rough one. That's going to be a future ha uh, fuck you right there. Uh, tickets as low as $8 to get into the Arizona arena, the former jobbing.com. <laughs> or uh, you could just roll a dice. Yeah. And Friday that's good free. Uh, a lot of games on ESPN Plus tomorrow, all the games. Yeah. And then on Friday on ESPN Plus and Hulu, you got a back-to-back matchup. Uh, not even a back-to-back. It's a hour and a half staggered. Uh, Edmonton-Buffalo. At six or at seven p.m. and then at eight thirty, Chicago and Arizona. Uh, when's the next game that it's on the proper ESPN channel? Let's see. Um, nothing this week. I mean, there's a lot of college football and a lot of college basketball on it right now. Everything looks like ESPN Plus. So if you don't have ESPN, see, that's why you're fucked, dude. That's why I feel like that's the reason. Do you have the ESPN Plus? I don't know anymore. I think I was using Marks. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, I am not seeing anything outside of it. I see a lot of NHL Network games. I see some NHL Network games. That's pretty fancy. ESPN decided that Mark and I were the same person, so obviously run by Sean Leahy. There, done. So he's working for ESPN <laughs> under, the, under the table now. <laughs> yeah, ESPN doesn't have a national game for a while. What the fuck is going Oh, here we go. Friday night, ABC. Oh, ABC? The day after Thanksgiving, you got the Chicago-St. Louis game. <laughs> Yeah, all right. So, <laughs> in two weeks. In two weeks, yeah, two when two Fridays from now. Oh, that's amazing. coverage. I don't know. Yes, ESPN Plus is basically the new center ice. So we got that going for us. But cheaper. A little cheaper. Kind of. Not that much cheaper. You get more, I think. You get more, yes. Yeah. You yeah. get more for your money. Yeah, because you get other sports. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. get to read those great articles, and you get uh, you get the Disney Plus if you go that right. You get the Hulu. How much is the you... How much is the whole shebang every every uh, month? Is that like twelve ninety nine? That's not bad. That's not terrible. Not terrible at all. You get a, you get to save like a dollar on each one. Yeah, I think it's um, I want to say that the uh, like if you buy ESPN by itself, it's like six ninety nine ESPN Plus. Yeah, I think so. Like the other stuff's like kind of piecemeal together. So essentially, you're buying like ESPN Plus and Disney Plus for. Um, <laughs> and they're like, oh, by the way, we'll give you Hulu. 
We're going to throw in Hulu because no one gives a crap about it anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So I haven't seen any games on these, on these brand new channels a month into this. Why? Yeah. Well, you know, what can you do, right? Sometimes you don't have the time. Um, all right. Speaking of ABC properties and Disney Plus, Patreon, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Um, you can contribute to us. You contribute to us, and that money goes back into the show. Helps us get hotel rooms for trips, or upgrading equipment, you know, a lot of other stuff. Oh, we could go to Montreal. Could go to Montreal. That uh, could be the drinks, drink prices. Uh, we'd have to change it into that funny money, though. I don't know if we want to do that. The plastic but, money. Exactly. In any case, uh, Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. You give a dollar, you get the video show automatically you have five dollars you get the video show you get to help uh pick a segment like we're going to do right now and you might get some little extra audio stuff so pick your poison on that one um you'd be like uh pat jeff kevin matthew damon mark ethan trista chris rob sean and mitch they contributed so can you patreon.com slash face off hockey show and you get to pick a topic like this and johnny boy we got a hot topic for this one all right. Just, just get out the, the goth sneakers, get out everything. We got a hot topic going on here. It has been reported and been confirmed that Emilio Estevez is out of Mighty Ducks Game Changer. Emilio! Emilio! Um, so he is out of there. And um, yeah, big news out of this one. Of course, the season ends with uh, Coach Bombay getting the Ducks name back. They put the name out there in that little crappy arena, and away they go. I hope he's dead in the background of the arena, like the first episode. Be amazing. Like heart attack, the same way Hodge died. Yeah, so uh, apparently it's according to uh, alleged. Uh, so uh, it started with saying that um, there was negotiations between Disney Studios and uh, Estevez over the COVID vaccination requirements. Uh-huh. And because of that, Disney's like, nah, we don't need this anymore. So he uh, he has moved on. The studio has moved on. Everyone's moved on. He almost pulled an Aaron Rodgers, I think, in his statement. Um, Didn't his statement he, come out and say something to the effect of like, nah, just a good old fashioned contract dispute. Nothing about COVID. Nothing to see here. So his full statement. Uh, he had a long statement. Jesus, fuck. Uh, so his statement, I am not anti-vax. Full stop. All right. But then he kept talking. Then he kept talking. <laughs> uh, he said, I take this t- pandemic very seriously. I'm often teased about my continued following of the safety protocols and my abundance of caution. Want to address what transpired and clear up some falsehoods, which appeared in an article regarding my decision to depart the game changers. So it's his decision to depart the game. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Uh, and final analysis is nothing more than a good old uh, fashion contract dispute and not, as some would believe, an anti-vaccine position. While I can't speak for anyone else in regards to this polarizing sensitive issue, I have lived my own experience. In February 2020, at the end of shooting of the pilot in Vancouver, I wasn't feeling 100%, chalked it up to being on a cold set at an ice rink. Drove to Vancouver for the pilot uh, due to news of the emergence, emerging disease, which would eventually known as COVID-19, which you put in quotes. Um, my decision <laughs> like it's not there, a real thing, or I I don't know what that means. Did he have to did he have to call it by its proper name? Is that why like he had to put it in quotes? Like it was a book, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, my decision to drive there and back to avoid mass crowds in international airports, I already starting wearing face coverings, gloves, and using hand sanitizer. Also generally driving across and around America, as anyone who knows me can attest. En route from Vancouver to L.A., I became noticeably ill. Once back in L.A., I begged several doctors to be tested for the new variant of flu. Uh, I was assured that I didn't meet the criteria, and there's no way you can have it. After multiple efforts, I found a car-side COVID-19 PCR test on March 13, 2020. I continue to become increasingly sick, suffering from fever, sweats, brain fog, and mood swings. On St. Patrick's Day, I got word ID that I contracted COVID-19. Thankfully, I refrained from visiting my elderly parents and others until I received my results. I had a discussion with doctors and contract tracing personnel. So he had he had the COVID early on. He was an early trendsetter for COVID-19. He was an early adopter. Yes. Uh, I suffered summer and fall 2020, what was known as long haul syndrome. As the uh, show went back to production in 2020, I reluctantly soldiered on but was uncertain about how I would be safe on the set. I questioned the wisdom of returning to make a TV show in the middle of a pandemic and how actors could be considered essential workers. Fair. All right. Yeah. Fair. We'll give them the, that's a point. That is a good point. Uh, show producers tried their best to as- swag my fears. Oh, what? Uh, A-S-S-U-A-G-E. Okay. Uh, of coming back to work. You have natural immunity. You'll be the safest one on set, I was repeatedly told. Additionally, I was warned... By my former reps about possible consequences and legal jeopardy I could face for not reporting to work as ordered. Fair. Um, that's Jack Eichel defense. Uh, so I returned to Vancouver. <laughs> just here so I don't get fined. Right. Uh, followed Canadian quarantine mandate as uh, uh, as well as the strict zone A on set for COVID protocols. I did not complain, nor did I release my diagnosis to the public. I wanted to try to preserve the show's morale and be a leader. However, was still suffering from long haul syndrome. Legacy, the franchise, blah, blah, blah. In retrospect, I wrongly choose to protect the show over for being transparent about being contracting COVID-19. This time, not in quotes. Um, That's good. Provide other print examples. Uh, the quoted anonymous source producers and showrunners all know the truth. Simply put, I'm anti-bully. My exit from the show is due to a myriad of creative differences. And any other narrative is false. Fans of the franchise and disappointed as you are. To my Ducks crews and cast members, have a wonderful season, too. I'll miss you all. Honor and thrilled to be able to return to the iconic, beloved Gordon Bombay character, uh, which has been a benchmark of my 40-year career. Thank the studio and producer for creating blah, blah, blah. So, of this statement, uh, I have to say it's a money thing. <clears throat> Don't think it's a vaccine thing. I'm going to guess it's somewhere in between the two. Okay, I can take that. Uh, I mean, I feel like... I feel like the original conversation came from like, are you going to get vaxxed? And he's like, no, no, I literally had COVID. And they're like, you need to get vaxxed. He's like, no, I had COVID. Remember this whole thing I've been telling you the whole time? No, you need to get vaxxed. He's like, "Uh, okay, creative differences. Right. Um, But I don't know. I, I. So there's a part of me that is starting to think that COVID-19 is being used as like a vague thing that gets thrown around to fire people. Or in this situation, uh, there was a contract dispute. He wanted more money. They didn't want to pay him. And they're like, COVID-19. Protocols. Uh, Braces. So, I don't know. Uh you know, I was joking around that maybe they find him dead. Maybe they just don't find him dead. Maybe I liked yours the best is that he picked up that DUI and that that still allows him to come back for season three. Right. Um, you know, 
when we're not in a pandemic and no one cares anymore or they want to pay him more money because season two tanked, you know, like, but I don't know. I, I've become extremely skeptical in like reading anything, which is sad. Um, like just anything at all, like knowing what the actual facts are, or, I mean, stories are mostly in the middle of both sides. Right. So I do find it interesting that he went into such a long diatribe about why. Right. Because sometimes that means you're making up a story. Well, I think he was also kind of documenting, hey, I had this. I know the issues with it. I didn't want to come back in the first place. Yeah. Said, nah, you're good, dog. True. Um, The part that I especially liked in that entire soliloquy though was how he found a roadside roadside pcr test or car side pcr test and that was what told him he had covid oh yeah he he finally got it he was able to get the testing he found the spot for it so it it, kind of comes up as like being like a scene from i don't know like the uh was it beer league or whatever the where the guy like was you know where they have the like drinking the movie like the, that was all about drinking and stuff and they mm-hmm, pull up yeah. to the guy and he's like huh he's like a zj yeah if you don't know what it is you can't afford it that's right yeah like it almost feels like something to that effect when you Absolutely. throw that line in there um <laughs> uh, i don't know um uh, i guess the next question though is where does it go from there right he didn't mention Joe Rogan as being his uh, sponsor or, or someone he talked to, so that's a plus. Let's be honest. Not like Aaron Rodgers in that instance. Um, I also think he just didn't have a new mom to bang, and I think that could be it, too. Maybe that's it. Maybe he already hit one in, in season one, and that was the contract negotiation issue. Exactly. Again, Emilio Estevez bails on someone's mom. Charlie Conway was right. He is a scumbag. Um, that's so good actually that that writes itself at this point yeah so yeah where do they go from here they got the Ducks name back yeah they still play in that shitty ice arena uh-huh. I brought up the fact that uh, that maybe Sven's grandson now takes over the rank and you find some kind of kid to, to take over the Emilio role say Emilio split town or I don't know went somewhere else got got called back to college hockey I don't know make something up didn't they make just they made something up in the first place, right? On how he like left the world effectively. Yeah, they said that he went to coach college and then gave a kid a, a roll of tape and and then that <laughs> gave him NCAA sanctions and blahzy blahzy blah. That's why he bought Hans's arena and still has the original parts to it. So they could rebuild it. Yeah, but now who do we do? What do we do? What do we do? We're we gonna have Gilmore Girl back? I don't know. If Probably. Gonna... I'm sure she's going to be back. I would love if season two were just a uh, a flashback where it becomes like little Gordon Bombay. <laughs> and we tra- have his trials and tribulations as when he was a hawk. <laughs> that would be really good. The entire season. And it's just yeah. like it's just only part partially like with the, the original cat, the cast from season one. Oh, yeah. Like they're sitting in a locker room and then it like flashes back to. Gordon Bombay sitting in a locker room as a kid playing for the Hawks. Exactly. Next thing you know, his dad's giving him all these pointers. And in the way they go. 
Well, the only upside is that it doesn't seem like you got ready. Uh, they got writing on the season two yet. So that's Interesting. A, you know, that's one of those. That's one of those deals where, uh, yeah, we haven't written anything yet. Pull, like, should it really be coming out soon? <laughs> you know, I don't. I can't say for certain. Um, come on, where are we at? Uh, we'll not be back for the blah blah blah. It doesn't seem like it. Oh, they had ten episodes. Sorry, not the not not six episodes. My apologies. Um, where is season two series premiere? Blah blah blah. August twenty twenty one series was renewed. So that was what four months ago, three months ago. So you got to think that they probably haven't even started and write pen to paper yet. So at least they got that going for them. All right. Like now we don't have don't have anything per se to write. So. <laughs> Blank slate. Yeah. Blank slate. We don't have Emilio. What do we do now? Go. I don't know. Get Gilmore Girl back. What's Wolf the Dennis Danson doing? Um, <laughs> that'd, be so, that'd be so good if Iceland's coach came back and started coaching the Ducks. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that'd be wonderful. So now we, yeah, he's probably the, dead too, though, in this timeline. Yeah, I wonder. Interesting. I'm, I, 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 you know, possibly. What if they just got another one of the guys from Letterkenny to coach a different team? That'd be fantastic. And then, like, so the he, the he comes in and he's like the Ducks coach. And then the, the and then when they play, whatever the Ducks are now going to be named in season two because they don't have the Ducks name anymore, they just go into a full on like three minute like Letterkenny bit, like when they're like next to each other talking and some or something Here. to that. The, the, I mean, the first off, that's a great idea. Secondly, I don't know if the the uh, the uh, twain shall meet, as they are two different sides of the spectrum. But I could definitely see K. Trevor Wilson, the big guy who plays really Dan, <laughs> as the head coach of the Mighty Ducks now. <laughs> see, uh, and then yeah, we uh, we have Dylan Playfair as the other uh, coach. Yeah, then you can get the girl too that shows up. She could be a uh, she could be a single mom now too. Oh yeah, no, that'd be wonderful. new a new player that comes into town and wants to play for the Ducks. He's heard about the Ducks and everything. You bring the I I have I've seen only videos of Letterkenny by the way, so I'm no, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just throwing vague generalities out there at this point to see what well, happens. Yeah, at Hulu, it's on a Hulu. Oh, if only I paid for the ESPN Plus bundle. Exactly. You get the Disney Plus. You can watch this happen, but you can beef up on Letter Kenny before you watch huh. Letter Kenny coaches. <laughs> I have watched the Letter Kenny videos where they're talking to the hockey players, though. Those are funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you just got to get the puck deep. Oh, yeah. Pucks Roll four deep. lines. Uh, yeah. So, so basically, what we're saying here is Letter Kenny is going to take over Mighty Duckville. And well, they're technically owned by the same companies, then, right? If if Letter Kenny's on Hulu, or does that not matter? I think but, I think that's distributed by. I got you, because I because it is a Canadian show. Okay. Um, and then they just distribute it to Hulu. Um, or by Hulu, it's distributed by Hulu. That makes more sense. And then go from there. Hulu is just like a streaming company, right? They don't have their own. Uh, they don't have their own original broadcasting, or do they? Who, Hulu? Yeah. Yeah, they have original stuff. Huh. All right, that's fine. All these streaming things are making their own content. 
Yeah, they got the uh, oh Jesus, they got a lot. They have a whole Wikipedia page. Um, confession, East Los High, Wu Tang and American Saga, um, Monsterland, Nine Perfect Strangers, uh, Pen if, Fifteen. If Lubos Bartekos is not in Nine Perfect Strangers, right? Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple. There's a couple of things here. Uh, they bought the rights to Animaniacs. So, they got new Animaniacs on Hulu uh, specifically. Nice. So, yeah, they got, they got some things. They got some things. So, I would like that. I like, you know, I like that idea where we have the, uh, the letter, the letter Kenny folk be the coaches now since Gordon Bombay, um, won't get a vaccine, but feels he's the safest man in the world. Mark, your thoughts on uh, Emilio Estevez's uh, mighty What is it with that family, man? Right? They're all wild. I don't get it. Tiger blood, did, baby. Let's where go. Where did Martin? Yeah, where did Martin go wrong or right? Maybe I don't know. Depending on. Yeah, we don't know his take on it, do we? Uh, I bet we could guess. <laughs> we, know, we know his his uh his uh stance on. Everything he was president. He was very true statement. Yeah. Like wow. why did he go with Sheen? Like do can we get that? Why why he decided to go with Sheen and not Estevez? You know. As the one kid he backed. Right, yeah. <laughs> the one kid that actually, you know, behind the scenes did great. Yeah, I, I don't know. This is very it, it makes you wonder. Well, first of all, didn't season one, wasn't season one filmed toward the beginning of all of this? Towards the yeah. end. Um, August 2020 is they regain re- production <laughs> because uh, 20 after they, they said uh, after they filmed the pilot episode, that's when Bombay or Emilio Estevez got COVID. So. All right. Yeah. Burned his Bomb- we just call him Bombay. That's fine. Everybody knows who you're talking about. Talk about Gordo. Yeah, he said. Martin, he said on St. Patty's Day he indeed contracted COVID nineteen. He was the, he was the early onset, early onset COVID. Yeah. What? So on St. Patrick's Day, what was he doing on St. Patrick's Day? Is the question. Don't ask well, questions. Got, you know what the answer to. All right. He got. He got. Uh, he Charlie's got mom. On, this is the, got, was the answer. Tested on March thirteenth. Uh, and then yeah, he was feeling sick before then February. So there you go. I mean, from February 2020, the late February 2020 to March 17th. Okay, uh, hold on. I mean, the time in order to contract COVID in February of 2020, you had to like seek out someone who had it. (laughs) I feel like I realize it spread very quickly, but like (laughs) it was. For people living a normal life back in February, it would have been very. I feel like it was very hard to to get it unless you were like chasing it somewhere. Well, to be honest, like what I had in, when I came back home in January 2020. Yeah. Uh, Do you even know at this point? No, I was. I'm too late to find out at this point too. <laughs> but like, I was not. Johnny, you can attest to that. I was not great. No. Uh-huh. I was not great at all. So Brittany actually caught the flu she was home uh she was pregnant with harper and she was home in new hampshire and flew and in january and she she got the normal flu uh 
but you know, got tested. I guess she couldn't have gotten tested for COVID, but she got the antibody test later, and you know, she didn't have it. So, mm-hmm. can't you get the antibody test, or is it too late now that you've been vaccinated? I've been vaccinated. Vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I, I got my I plus one it. coming Monday. Had a boy. I'm late to the party. It's all right, man. Although, Brittany did book me an appointment on Friday. So, you know, two days from now, except she booked it for 12.30 a.m., not p.m., at the 24-hour CVS around the corner okay, from my so house. Hold, hold on a second, though. <laughs> In her defense, the way that Harper's sleeping, you may be awake. That's yeah. true. Well, that's why I I look like I do. I look like a pile of dog shit because she is she. it's her turn now with the double ear infections. Jesus Christ. So she hasn't slept in like three days. Yeah. It's fantastic. See, maybe Brittany was just trying to get you out of the house at 1230 in the morning. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like you're going to be awake already. Yeah. yeah so need, needless, to, needless to say, well just go to that appointment. <laughs> went ahead and rescheduled that. Mm. I don't know. I feel like that was good foresight. Yeah, that was a good time for you, actually. All things <laughs> Probably would have been the best bet. Yeah. No but work. Are, right? you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we decided that we're going to get the uh, uh, squirrely Dan K. Uh, Trevor Wilson as the new head coach of the Mighty Ducks in season two. So I'm down with that. Yeah, make make it so. Um, wow, Letter Kenny has a spinoff now. Okay, sure. Who's is it? Is it called off of? It's yeah. uh, called Shorzy. Shorzy is the name. It follows Jarrett Kelso, Jarrett Kiso's uh, alter ego, Shorzy, who you never see his face. So he's like uh, WJZ's Harry Hornine, if you remember that from the morning show. If you don't, that was just me because I watched the morning show as a child and it stuck with me. <laughs> you watched? Yeah. Wait, whose morning show? Steve Rouse? WJZ. Ah, Marty Bass. Marty Bass. Don Scott and Marty Bass in the morning. I do remember that. Isn't it weird thinking about certain shows? Like, I just got the taste of, like, Eggo waffles and maple syrup. Just rushing back wow. whenever I think of that show. Wow, that is I aggressive. Have, I have sleeping sleeping on my uh, sleeping on my couch and uh, and uh, Entenmann's donuts. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. There was a show that John and I used to watch in the mornings where kids would run around like you had to play video games and uh, and then at the end of the show you got. I think we probably talked about this on the show before i've brought this up before but at the end you used to you they they put you in like a velcro vest and you got to run around and like grab video games and stick them to your vest and at the very end you get to you get to keep everything that you was it that lost and found or something like that it was yeah it's like it was like supermarket sweet but it was definitely on nickelodeon yeah yeah i agree i remember watching that with you all the time because we're like no don't go for no go for the the big dollar stuff yeah. yeah, kids would load up on these little on the games. It's like, no, but go for the consoles, bro. Dude, idiot. What, but kids, kids those days did not understand equity. <sighs> no, and I don't think eBay was as prevalent, so you can't, you know, turn a profit <laughs> on that. You, know. you mean like the internet? Yeah, <laughs> at yeah, that yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's true. You had to just sell it to your friend. Like you had to walk to your friend's <laughs> house to be like, "Hey, you want to buy this?" Or the way that we we wound up getting our Nintendo. Uh, our next door neighbor was cleaning out a foreclosed house, and yeah. there was a Nintendo there. <laughs> they already had one, so Boom. now yeah. we have a Nintendo. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. 
Good times. It was a simpler time back then. It was. I agree. Far less social media. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you, uh, did you read the Emilio Estevez thing? Do you believe the Emilio Estevez thing, Mark? I, I didn't because, you know, when I read the headline of the article that was referenced the referencing the Emilio Estevez thing, and I think I got the gist of it. <laughs> cool. So did I miss time. anything? Well, he's not this? anti-vax, full stop. That, that, that was his first part, first line of his statement. Yeah, okay. I, so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and he was, has, he, was he immunized like Aaron Rodgers? Uh, no, he didn't just consult Joe Rogan, but he did have long-haul long syndrome, so he's got that going for him. So, yeah, uh, th- we think it's both money and the vaccination thing. So, both. So, he, he didn't get paid enough to come back? Probably not. The fucking well, not the for fuck- the second season. Yeah, season one did gangbusters, and no one expected Please. his his very packed motion picture and television schedule. He couldn't fit it in. I mean, look at how much the people that are making uh, Ted Lasso are going to get next season. I, mean, I think Jason Sudeikis is making like a million dollars an episode or something. Like yes, that. but remember, they also have a Premier League sponsorship deal now that they didn't have before. So either but either they, they, they worked on an agreement that? to get the rights to to for them to actually. Right, so they had to pay more money for that. Or, and hear me out, Premier League's getting a cut of Uh, whatever Apple TV subscribers are paying. Because you know, you know, the Premier League loves to make its own. It loves to make its money. So yeah, yeah. And I'd highly doubt that they're not just doing it for the money. I'd I'd highly doubt the TV show would pay for them. I mean, they were doing just fine without them. So. The Premier League probably came to them and wanted to be a part of it, is what my guess is. That's a very true statement. There you go. So I I haven't actually seen the show, by the way. You haven't watched Ted Lasso at all? I don't have Apple TV. I'm borrowing it from a friend, though, so I'm about halfway through the first episode. But I have to ask, what did they do up to this point? Was Was it like NHL 93, where it was just like... They named the town instead of the like instead of calling it Arsenal, they'd call it like no. So West they, London. so I feel like they had made deals with certain teams because there are only certain teams in the first two episodes, or first two seasons. Like Man City is in Ted Lasso, and they say Man City and they say Everton, but you never get at, to actually see Everton or their logo. You see, like, Man City and their logo running around, and you see uh, West Ham in Season 2. But those are the only two Premier League teams where you actually, like, saw their logo and or colors, team, etc. They talked about other teams, but they never actually showed that. Did they talk about other teams? They talk about other cities. No, like, if they went to play, like, Everton, they had a game against Everton at one point where they actually talked about, like, playing Everton. But they never showed Everton or right. the stadium or anything like that. Because you, cause you can't say Liverpool because Liverpool is a town and also another team. So right. they couldn't be like, we're going to Liverpool to play the blue team. I guess they could have. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I feel like they had made a deal already with, like, a couple teams. And maybe the Premier League was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold your horses here. We, we want it on this. Yeah. The Ted Lasso <laughs> Super League. Hold up. <laughs> and also, also NBC Universal holds a minority stake in Hulu. Wait, that's not that's Apple TV. Never mind. Derp. 
I don't, yeah, I don't exactly. know. Oh, really? Does that mean Ted Lasso is eventually going to be on Hulu? Most likely. You would have to think. I mean, you've made it this far. You've already missed two whole seasons. Yeah, fine. Yeah, but how could, I could probably catch up pretty quick. They're only half hour episodes, right? You could watch the entire first season in a night. I have. Well, <laughs> well okay, so let's put, this, let's put this differently. Let's go back to the fact that you have two kids. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Start there. Yes. Um, it would take you at least three weeks to get through the first season. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, we, Brittany and I have been halfway through the first episode for about two weeks, so you're right on track. <laughs> <laughs> the weird part, too, is the first episode you kind of watch, and you're like, man, this show is going to be stupid. And then the second episode starts, and you're like, whoa, this is a way different show than I thought it was going to be. That's good to know, because yeah. Brittany doesn't seem very intrigued thus far. Hey, to close up on this Gordon Bombay thing, yeah, um, I say they find a guy who looks like Emilio Estevez and try to see if people uh, believe it. Notice recast Bombay. No, I'm I'm Steve Bombay, his brother. Oh yeah, pull a Hans and Jan situation. I, yeah. I can totally see that. See, that's uh, what happened in Mighty Ducks too. Hans wanted more money. The studio didn't give it to him, so they hired Jan. Yeah, and the rest is history. The rest is history. Now Bombay's got the rink, and now K. Trevor Wilson's going to be Steve Bombay. <laughs> <laughs> we figured uh, it all out. I would love it if they, just at the very beginning, they were like, man, Bombay died in a really fiery car. Did you ever watch, uh, uh, what's the show on, on Netflix called? Um, the Ranch. with uh, It was the guys from that 70s show. Yeah. It's, and, you know, after the, after the uh, sexual misconduct allegations came out against Danny Masterson. They yeah. literally wrote him off. They were like, he rode his motorcycle off the side of a cliff and blew up, and that was it. Game over. It's like <laughs> they just wrote him off the show. <laughs> wow. Well, didn't they do that with uh, Charlie Sheen in the Two and a Half Men thing, too? I think so, yeah. When, was uh, that after he went he went crazy? Yeah, yeah. They brought in Kutcher? Wow. Yeah, yeah but at that after point, Kutcher's wasn't that kid also all over this stuff. What was that? But at that point, wasn't the kid like 16? Yeah, he was always off to college, and he was saying his own dumb bullshit, so they just rid him off to the military. <laughs> Man, that show. Aston Kutcher is essentially the kiss of death. That's what we're saying. <laughs> so so Aston Kutcher is going to be there. As Dave Bombay. <laughs> That'd be great if Kutcher came in. What if they? What if he was Jordan Bombay? <laughs> Jordan. be wonderful. Let's make that happen. All right. Um, all right. Now to uh, player teams and players behaving badly, kind of. But first, Ottawa named Brady Kachuk captain. Nothing better to do than have your holdout, your star holdout player named him captain. That's good. So, <laughs> reward him. Please come back. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the C waiting for you. Uh, Anaheim has put uh, general manager Bob Murray on administrative leave pending an investigation. Oh, boy. Yeah. Apparently, according to everything that I've heard from writers across America, uh, no one's surprised. Apparently, Bob Murray's a scumbag. So so I read the article that they were talking about this afternoon, or at least I think it was just a press uh, release that I read this afternoon that the Ducks put out. And I got through it all, and I go, yeah, sounds like a coach from the 70s or 80s. Right, sounds like an old boys group. And today. Like, it was literally like, uh, okay, everybody was completely okay with this. 
when they were playing probably and now it's like a big deal so yeah i mean maybe it's just time to push some of the older coaches out of the nhl wow interesting not really so there's that one god only knows what that's going to yield uh jeremy colleton is out as head coach in chicago oh uh, at only at 36, so he's he's uh, just starting his carousel ride um, around the world. Uh, Derek King called up from Rockford to be the uh, the new coach. I think he's already won a couple games, so good for him. Uh, the NHLPA voted to investigate their response to the uh, whole uh, Kyle Beach situation. So Perfect. got that going for him. We're gonna investigate ourselves, guys. At 8.45 this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's going to turn up all sorts of good information. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins settled their lawsuit with the Scaldies. And that whole sexual harassment thing we talked about last week. So they got uh, they got themselves going on this one. So the Penguins are out. They're like, hey, see you later. You take yourself, Clark Donatelli. <laughs> Peace. Um, yeah, got that going for us. Finally, uh, Cole Caulfield's dad's big mad. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. He is big mad, and the AHL has spoken with the Utica Comets. Is it because Mark dropped him? No, not that. Oh. It's because of a tweet oh, that's... That, the, uh, that the Utica Comets put out. The tweet, and I quote, uh, yo, at Cole Caulfield, are you here? Everyone keeps saying you're here, but we haven't noticed. Did you not play the first period? Ooh. So, apparently, yeah. It's a uh, sick Cole, bird. Cole Caulfield's dad, Paul Caulfield, is uh, a <laughs> big man. His name is Paul Caulfield? Yeah. Paul so, Caulfield, the, Paul the AHL saw the Utica tweet, tar- according to Darren Drager, they saw the tweet targeting Caulfield and made it clear that the comments tweets like this are not appropriate. Um, <laughs> Although would, funny, we do not yeah, condone it. <laughs> although really hilarious, they're like, "Come on, guys, let's." You have to ta- you, if you didn't tag them, right? <laughs> right, right. If they would have yeah. just put the tweet out without tagging him personally, I think everybody would have been okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think everyone would have been fine. Like he said, he said, "Yo, Cole, you here?" Like no one would have known. Maybe they're making Michael Cole. I mean, maybe they're talking about like a Steed and Stamkos type thing. Yeah, exactly. We're seeing. <laughs> um, so Cole Caulfield uh, chirped by a Twitter account, and his dad gets big mad. So you know this kid's gonna gonna have a great career when he goes to Montreal and flames out. Oh and yeah. Fans burn him in effigy. And the NHL has to talk to the fans saying, "Lay, listen, his dad's mad. Guys, can you stop?" Uh, yeah. And then, and then, and then the milkshake duck portion of of Cole Caulfield happened on Twitter, uh, revealing old pictures of him with uh, Scrabble squares that say the uh, the F slur for the for homosexual people, um, holding that up in pride, and then doing that whole okay thing that people think is white white uh, white power the white power symbol. So Cole Caulfield getting getting good, uh, getting the getting top notch player. Wow. So is this going to be a thing? Is this going to be another like are the Canadians just going to have the worst offseason of all time? Right, exactly. Does this add to the uh 
Well, he started off great last year. Everyone was so hyped. Then he goes one assist in 10 games, gets sent down to the AHL. A Twitter account chirps him. Then pictures go up of him holding up uh, Scrabble tiles that say uh, re- uh, uh, sexual epithets. And uh, people think he's a white supremacist. So obviously. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a escalated lot. quickly. That, yeah. It happened quick. Yeah, that he killed a guy with a trident. <laughs> yeah. Still to come. I mean, listen, this is this is more than most 20 year olds can handle. <laughs> but a lot so of the Canadians deported him back to the United States, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah. How about that? God. I I mean, I'm on the fence. I'm like, it was a funny joke, but yeah, don't tag him. Like, you're going to make it low key. You know, well, the game. Yeah, that's definitely odd. That that I think is actually like a step too far for the whole like schmoozy boozy like look how great I am Twitter accounts mm-hmm. uh for hockey teams. I think that's a I think that's a bit much. Yeah, so. a good a good team versus team feud is okay. A good player versus player feud is okay. Yeah. But don't go crossing streams. Agreed. Exactly. A little fuzzy on the whole good bad thing. <laughs> uh, so there we go. There's a lot of news for the week that we had. Still stuck on this uh, this Mini Ducks game changer thing. Kind of just waiting for it. Now, Mark, the, we were surprised that we didn't. Th- we thought season two would happen immediately. Apparently, not so much. Um, they're still writing it. Now they have to find a way. How, what's the ultimate way to write out? Are you still with the fiery crash of Gordon Bombay? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that they have a built-in way to write him off the show. I mean, the whole series started because he got a DUI, so there you go. Uh, Re- I, relapse, gone. I know it's a Disney here, show, but come on. Here's what happens. Now, here's what happens. You can agree or disagree as you see fit. Opens up season two. Uh, it's Laura Graham's character. She's, she's uh, asleep. She wakes up. There's a note uh, on her side table. It reads, "Sorry, your flying V isn't for me." Gordon <laughs> Bombay. And it's good. Bombay's written off the thing. Uh, Gilmore girl and the uh, Gilmore girl <laughs> faces the team has to get a new coach, and there we go. That's how they write him off. Is that's he, how the guy from Letterkenny shows up. Exactly. Bangs, <laughs> the other another guy from Letterkenny bangs bangs the mom, gets it going, and away we go. K. Trevor Wilson so, is the new head coach. I've changed my mind. I think okay. they need to get hyper literal and just say Gordon Bombay refused to get the vaccine, so we wouldn't <laughs> let him coach the kids team. <laughs> We just we go ahead and just be real. <laughs> Sorry, you can't be around this many kids without being vaccinated. Exactly. State rules. You gotta be. Yeah, you gotta actually do something. You gotta. You gotta be a role model for these kids. <laughs> Minnesota state rules. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh boy. Hi, Lyle. Hey. We were uh, obviously talking about Gordon Bombay, uh, aka Emilio Estevez, and. His dispute about yeah. the Mighty Ducks. Um, before that, we were talking about Cole Caulfield getting chirped like a son of a bitch um, <laughs> by a team. So, just why do they tag him? Don't tag him, you're fine. 
Um, but the big thing, Lau, we went off air last week, and then Jack Eichel got fucking traded. Um, yeah. <laughs> what can you do? Uh, that's the big one. Eichel to Vegas for Alex Tuck, uh, Peyton Krebs, a first round in 2022 that is lottery protected, or top 10 protected, and second round in 2023 going back to Buffalo. Uh, good deal, bad deal, eh, deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know the Sabers weren't going to get this massive haul that they were reportedly looking for. Um, you know, the pressure was on. Uh, the Sabers were feeling it obviously because they they wanted to get a resolution to this as soon as possible. Because of course, uh, the longer Eichel went untreated, the more pain he was going to be in, and the more difficulty they were going to be in. And nobody wanted this. Uh, wanted him to end up filing a grievance because he was definitely heading down that road if this didn't get resolved soon. Yeah. Um, That's even closer if he did in December, though, when you air those. That's true. But uh, even if even if the chances of him winning, you know, an arbitration would have been slim because the CBA was in the Sabres' favor. That this still wasn't a, a good look for anybody. And, you know, you, you definitely don't want their reputation getting around that the NHL would much rather let their players suffer rather than let them have the treatment that they want. The longer this goes, the, the worse this was going to be for them. Um, so, I mean, and he wound up going exactly where I had suggested during the summer was the best fit for him. So, you know, I'll pat myself on the back for that one. Um, don't hurt yourself. Oh, I know. I know. Jeez. Oh, wrong answer. <laughs> but um, I wasn't surprised that he, he wound up going there because it just made sense. You know, the Golden Knights are the ones willing to roll the dice, not just because of where they are. <laughs> but uh, seriously, look at their history. They're willing to, 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 to gamble. They're, they're willing to go big, as they say. So it wasn't a surprise. Um, I think the only reason, though, why they're able to pull this off is because they had uh, Max Pacioretty and Mark Stone, and somebody else who was on uh, LTI. Pardon me? <laughs> Tuck was too, wasn't he? Yeah, but Tuck doesn't enter into the equation because he goes to Buffalo. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that longer enters into the equation. Um, but with, uh, you know, Pacioretty and, and Stone on LTIR, they're able to afford him now, but they're going to have to do some some fancy juggling um, when they all are ready to come back to the to the lineup. Uh, during the season, mind you, they could also do the, uh, the, the what we call the Kucherov swerve, and uh, Pacioretty and Stone would be the only guys to come back, and it'd be like, no, no, Jack, you know, this was an experimental thing, and Jack needs more time, you know, to recover, but he'll be ready for the playoffs. So, yeah, I, I think of it as the as the Penguin swerve, um, since they were the ones who, I believe, at least for us, we always seemed that they were the ones that did this with Kessel and uh, with Malkin, Latang for years. No, those guys never sat out almost an entire sat out an entire season. They were still no. hurt when the trade deadline came around, and then that's, healthy in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> they did free up space at the trade deadline. It was the trade. It was the deadline day flu. Mm, yeah. The deadline day. <laughs> the, de- the deadline day torn meniscus. <laughs> torn meniscus. Yeah, but um... now what was interesting though about this entire thing, watching the NHL network. Uh, the Sabres GM was on NHL Network on Monday, I think it was. I think it was Monday they were showing it to me. And he actually said that the Sabres doctor 
is one of the foremost doctors in the world that actually does the surgery that Jack Eichel wanted to have done to him. And he was like, I don't think you should do this. And pushing him in the other direction. That was interesting to me was that like he was a little leery when he was one of the like pioneers effectively of this replacement disc surgery. Yeah, but at the same token, though, you had, uh, you know, a lot of others who who have done this, uh, this, this surgery and uh, they've said, no, go for it. You know, there's there's there shouldn't be any problem with it. The only reason why people were leery about it is because it had never been done on a hockey player before, but it has been done on other professional athletes before. So, you know, listen, Eichel went and did the full, you know, he did the full research on this when he initially got hurt, um, you know. They came up with he had basically three options. Two of them were the more traditional conservative one. The first one was, okay, let's let's do, you know, treatment, rest, that sort of thing and see if it responds to that. And then the second was after that, if it doesn't work out well, then you can have the neck fusion done, which is a typical thing, though you'll have, you know, it will restrict uh, your, your range of motion in your neck. And in 20 years, you're probably going to need another surgery after that. Or you I'm can say do another this, neck. Oh, God. <laughs> well, wait, 20 years, they'll be able to do that. Yeah. Um, this 3D or, print one. Or you go and have the artificial disc replacement done, but be warned, it's something that has never been done before. And so, you know, on a hockey player. So Eichel went with the, okay, let's try the treatment first. Because let's be honest, I mean, if, uh-huh. if, if you can avoid surgery, I don't care who you are, you, you would prefer to do that. But then it didn't work out. And during the interim, while he was... Um, doing the the first bit he did research on you know neck fusion versus artificial disc replacement and felt that the the latter was the way to go for him he didn't want to have the limited range of motion and he didn't want to go under the knife again in 20 years time you know to have to you know to, to have another you know fusion surgery done so at the end of the day i mean ultimately hey you know it should you know i mean i understand why teams want would want to have control or or the ultimate say the final say over medical treatment that their players get for a hockey related injury because they are investing the money in him uh that sort of thing you don't want uh, your players to to go off and get you know oh i don't know uh, oh there's there's uh, this this doctor uh over in the far east who believes that healing crystals is all i need to resolve uh you know my chronic you know I don't need to undergo knee surgery to repair the two uh, torn ligaments in my knee. I just need these, uh, you know, sonic crystals that's been recommended to me by uh, a Far Eastern uh, mystic, uh, and I'll be fine. Just get the horse thing and put the horse thing. Oh, exactly. The horse paste. Horse paste cures everything. Horse paste for all. Horse paste for some. Miniature American flags for all. But anyway, um... You know, so I can understand on the one hand why the teams have that written into the CBA. But on the other hand, it, it you know, the player has to have a say here, too, because it is their body and it is going to be their life after their playing career is done, too. And in Eichel's case, I don't blame him for not wanting to go under the knife again 20 years down the road when he's going to be older. OK, you know, when he'll be in his in his mid 40s and it's going to take him longer to heal up. And God only knows you know what other complications might be as as a result of it 
So I can certainly understand him wanting to take something to go a route that you get it done once and it should be you should be good to go. If I was in his shoes, I'd, I would probably want to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's it, this Eichel in his interview earlier this week said that he expects that this was going to be an issue that comes up in the next round of collective bargaining to see some changes brought about to that. And I think that is absolutely going to happen okay. because a lot of players, you know, were paying attention to this and there a lot of them weren't aware that, hey, the team has the final say. And I think that came as a surprise to a lot of them. I, I know it came to a lot of surprise to those of us who, who cover this sport for a living. You know, again, as I always say, just when we think we understand every nuance of the CBA, something else comes up. Hey, breaking news here. Uh, Bob Murray has I have, resigned. I have music yep. for that. Effective immediately will enter alcohol abuse program. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. I'm not going to play the music. It's fine. Hey, <laughs> real, real quick, back to before we get to Bob Murray. How long has this this protected top ten protected thing been around? I mean, this is the first time I've heard of it. And granted, I don't pay attention a lot, but this is the first time I've ever heard of a top ten protected trade pick. What is with oh, that? It's been around for a while, since the draft lottery. Has yeah, really? has never, it's never come into real effect until like now, because the teams that usually you know give up that first round pick. It's really just a long shot, to be quite honest. Well, with you. So was it the was it the? Uh, I mean, my first thought when I saw that, right, is top ten protected. I go, wow! If you're giving up a top ten first round pick next year, you really fucked up on this trade. <laughs> yeah, and that's the, that's the position. For example, the Chicago Blackhawks are going to find themselves in. It, it doesn't do them any good to tank this season because if they tank the season. They're only making that pick that they gave. <laughs> they sent to the, uh, you know, to the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets in the Seth Jones trade. All that much worse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they actually need to get better. You know, whereas conversely, the Montreal Canadiens, and you know, they traded their first round pick uh, to the Arizona Coyotes for uh, Christian Dvorak, but. Here's the here's the one thing that I will give to uh, Mark Bergevin's credit, the Canadians GM. He had language written in there that said basically, if both teams wound up finishing in the top ten, and both their picks were going to be top ten protected picks this year, which, given how both teams are playing right now, that seems very likely. Yeah, the Canadians keep their pick and send the pick that they got from Carolina as compensation in the Kakanyami signing to Arizona. Mm. Because that pick, of course, is going to be much further down in the draft order. So that was actually a pretty shrewd uh, bit of language that uh, Mark Bergevin put in there. Um, So, yeah, the Canadians could actually, yeah, you know, the Canadians can afford to tank the season if they want to go that way. Tank the season. And yeah, you could end up win the draft lottery, have the, that first round pick, and you get to keep it and send Arizona the, uh, the 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 Hurricanes pick, which could end up being 32nd overall, depending on how the season shakes out. So, good deal for Montreal that way. Gotta hope to God they don't win the cup. I hope to God they don't win the Carolina? cup. Carolina. Yeah. Why, yeah. why do you have to be so mad? It's not mad. I just think they're assholes. Yeah, they're there a bunch of jerks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bunch of, bunch of next Tuesdays. 
I think I think. Listen, I think their their PR department's a little sophomoric with their their Twitter taunts. But I mean, hey, whatever you got to do to try and sell your team in your market, whatever. Go ahead. Have your, have your, have your for a decade. Like, so I have how, a dumb, how, I have a ahead. dumb question. Are they are the Canes fans still mad about signing Tony D'Angelo? Some of them are, yeah. Yeah, some of them are, are still kind of. I mean, they started the season really well. Does winning solve everything? Of course some it does, Johnny. Oh, well, most things. Um, I'm sure that uh, the people who made the decisions in the Kyle Beach thing 11 years ago are starting to really regret that decision and just realizing that, yeah, maybe winning doesn't necessarily solve everything. Yeah, I, I don't think we can use that that uh, that phrasing for a bit now. Mm, yeah. Oh, winning result. Oh, winning solves everything in the immediacy. Sure. It's down the road where it can bite you in the ass. So. Winning winning is a patchwork uh, to everything. Mm, yeah. And then everything else kind of happens. In other words, basically choose wisely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Bob Murray, Dunzo. Yep. A mm-hmm. lot of people not surprised by this. No, my no. God, no. He had a he had a well earned reputation as an asshole. Sorry, got to be blunt. He had a well earned reputation as an asshole, and now in you know back at you know it wasn't all that long ago he was considered old school. He's an old school guy. Yeah. Um, old school guy being more and more in this day and age euphemism for asshole. Right. So, yeah. In this day and age now, people aren't going to put up with your with your nonsense. You can't be you can't be nearly de- nearly decapitating a woman in the press room when your team loses in the conference final by throwing a chair across the room. Okay, you know that sort of thing doesn't sit well. All right, you 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 aren't it's going to get it does it doesn't matter you want okay. general manager of the year if you are basically abusing people you know with verbally abusing them and threatening them and threatening to end their careers and on and on after a while you know that tally is going to start to come down people are going to start to notice it and obviously they did in anaheim now listen man you you can you can say all you want southern california guy you can say all you want about what he did in the press box with the throwing chairs. I remember when we threw chairs in the 2300 arena. Barry Terry Funk. It was amazing. But I tell you, <laughs> the moves he made to make this team better, that's all I care about in my Southern California heart right there. Let me tell you, boy, if that Bob Murray, God bless his soul, I hope he gets the help he needs. He returns to his team as a consultant uh, about five years down the line because we just recycle people in this industry. Your Southern California guy sounds like Southern Texas guy, but Southern, and the Southern Ontario guy and Southern guy and <laughs> and just one yeah. bit. It's sort Southern of Al Semin, Al Semin as well. It from is Al Semin from from Moscow, Idaho, and Al Semin Motors. Yeah, it's very yeah. Um, versatile. No, I like well, to call. Listen, Bob Murray. He Bob Murray could maybe come back into the business at some point. He'll never be a general manager again. He's not, certainly not going to be a coach again, as you said, maybe as an advisor, that sort of. And listen, I'm not one of these people who think that, OK, you were a terrible person with your temper and your threats and anger issues and all of this. And 
Now, evidently, you also had a, you know, had a drinking problem, and blah, blah, blah. So you should now go away and never come back and never have a shot at redemption. Okay? For that, you know, that sort of thing, look, if he cleans up his act, you know, of course, I, he should be allowed to come back and work again in the National Hockey League. I would be very reluctant to have him in a general manager role again, but as an advisor in that kind of role, sure, fine. But And if he actually proves himself that he's changed and he's better and could actually do the job, fine. But there are certain places you draw that line. And in the case of, like, what's the difference between Bob, what Bob Murray did and what's the difference between what Stan Bowman did, there's a huge fucking difference. And if you don't see it, you should maybe educate yourself because, yeah, Bob Murray, abusive, yes. Verbally abusive, anger issues, absolutely. You should go away for a while, get your life together. But he, I think, should at least have the opportunity, have a chance to try and earn his way back. He, Stan he, Bowman, right? Never come Tom back. Murray, horrible person, verbally abusive, threatening, anger issues, possible alcoholism. He didn't cover up a sexual assault. Uh, mm. I think that that's kind of a yeah. There's there's there's, there's this a, level of of bad, but you are still redeemable. He didn't cross the line to irredeemable. Right? Yeah. He yeah. didn't. He didn't go over yeah. that. He stepped that. So way. no, I'm I'm not one of these people who think that oh, he Bob Murray should be canceled and never be allowed to to be in in hockey ever ever again. No, no. If he is actually if he actually goes away and learns from this and becomes a better person as a result, then yeah, give him an opportunity. You know, make the opportunity is essentially as we said. You have to. Well, we talked about this sort of thing before, guys. You know, you got to earn it, right? It's like the whole thing with Logan Mayu, you know, the Logan Mayu thing we talked about this summer. And as I said, again, I think we can all agree that was a, a terrible decision the Montreal Canadiens made to select him in the draft, especially after blah, 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 not to relitigate the whole thing all over again. But I'm not going to sit down and say he should never have a chance to play in the National Hockey League again. If he learns from, the, as we said before, if he goes and he learns from this experience and understands that what he did was wrong, apologizes wholeheartedly to the young woman that he wronged in this whole thing, then he has, then he will have earned an opportunity for a second chance. And it's the same thing for Bob Murray. Okay. He has to earn a second chance. But if he has earned it, then he should be given that opportunity. Yeah. And thinking back about this, now knowing this whole old boys club, not that we didn't know about it, but it's now coming back to the forefront, right? The kid, and I know you didn't want to rehash it, but I will. He Logan asked not to be picked specifically yep. because he wanted to work all of this out, out of the spotlight, especially out of the spotlight of Montreal. But back to the old boys club, Ah, uh, we're going to draft him anyway because he's a great hockey player. And I think that, you know, that's more important than what he's going through. And 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 don't forget, you know, Mark Bergevin said we're working through draft, somebody else was going to. And it's like, yeah, who gives a <laughs> shit? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, they, again, they put winning over yep. blank. Right. Fill in the blank. Yeah. 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 Winning, so, winning over everything. Win, winning <laughs> over decency. I mean, there's look, there's nothing wrong with with your modicum being our goal 
entering this year and every year is winning the Stanley Cup. But it should not be at any cost. Okay? Winning at all costs, <laughs> not in professional sports, not really in life in general. The only place where that is could even be vaguely acceptable is in warfare. And even then, after it's all said and done, your actions will be judged by history. So that's a whole other box of frogs. Um, <laughs> but uh, seriously, you know, when it comes to sports, and just life in general, winning at all costs, no. There's nothing that justifies winning at all costs because winning at all costs means somebody's going to get hurt. And I don't just mean, oh, they're going to get an owie. Oh, they're going to sprain their ankle. Oh, they could separate their shoulder. No, no. There can be, as we've, as we've learned, there can be some very serious costs that can really hurt people for a long time and can also come back to haunt people. Yep. Mm-hmm. If any good can come out of any of this, my God, what a, since, since, since July, man, like Jesus, if any good can come of this, it will finally, finally bring about a much needed shakeup in, in the culture that, you know, not just the NHL, but just hockey in general, maybe just the, maybe even sports in general needs, because there's a lot of this bullshit going on that just, you know what? Guys, this is guys and gals. This is the 21st century, man. You know, enough of this shit. Okay. It's time to move forward here. All right. Mm -hmm. And yeah, none of this, you know, enough of this dinosaur thinking and this, this ridiculous behavior and especially enough of the goddamn misogyny and the homophobia, because both of those are very prevalent in, in, in pro sports and there's no place for this in today's game. I'm I'm surprised that we're sitting here and having to deal with this. This is shit I would have thought we would have been dealing with 20, 30 years ago. So right. weird thought. Uh, and I think I saw this today, so I don't know if anybody of, on the show retweeted it. But uh, the some of the fact that we're hearing about all this stuff and it's all coming out at the same time due to the fact that we didn't hear stuff for such a long time that like everybody kept everything quiet and you know like it was just like a swept under the rug type of thing until everything kind of blew up yeah yeah and and that this is that's something else about this all about all of it too that 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 still bothers me we've seen in every level of society sports politics whatever you can't cover shit up, okay? If your first instinct is cover this up instead of, okay, we have to face this head on and we have to address the issue, both how we're going to deal with this right now as well as going forward, you know? If your first instinct isn't that, but okay, we, we gotta make this cut, we gotta make this go away. We, got, we gotta hide this, we gotta cover this, we gotta bury this. Come on, folks, that never works. It never works. It, you might be able to do it for a while. Hell, might even last almost a decade, as it did in the Blackhawks case. But at some point, it's going to come back. And when it comes back, it's going to be devastating. And we've already said, look, 
Stan Bowman and Joel Quenville were two of the most respected people in the business. They were, you know, I know, I know that people who don't like the Blackhawks didn't like them, but before all of this came out, they were two of the most respected, you know, Stan Bowman won three Stanley cups, right. As a general manager, doesn't mean, yeah, yeah, I know he inherited half that damn team. I know, I know, but still three Stanley cups, you know, that's nothing to sneeze at Joel Quenville. Right. I believe he's what the second most winningest coach in the NHL in NHL history, second or third, well-respected, you know, had won four Stanley cups as a coach, right. Coach of the year and all that happy shit. And now look at them because of the decisions they made 11 years ago. Those careers are in ruins now. Whenever anybody speaks of them, it's with disdain. And for what? Because they would not, they put winning a Stanley Cup over protecting a frightened young player, a marginal player. And I mean, of course, marginal because he wasn't a full member of the roster. He's part of the Black Aces. But a frightened young player who, you know, had been abused by a sexual predator. <laughs> and they thought, let's let's bury this. Let's hide this. Let's make this go away. Well, <laughs> you know, look at you now. Was it worth it? Yeah. I don't think so. It just costs you everything. You're pariahs now in this in, in in professional hockey. You will never work in the National Hockey League ever again. Your reputation is in tatters. Joel Quenville was going to be heading to the Hockey Hall of Fame as a head coach one day. That's not happening. Nope. That's not happening. Nope. You reap what you sow, and it may take a long time, but eventually oh, you will reap the fucking whirlwind. Mm -hmm. So why don't bury it? Don't try and hide it. Address it front on. Okay? Even if it's something like if you, if, you know, if you had an affair, if you around on your spouse or whatever in this thing cup don't bury it yeah i know it's personal stuff and all that but we all know if you're public figure that stuff comes out face it head on and move on all right you know don't try and hide it because it never ends well no anyway that's my two that's my two cents right speaking <laughs> of yeah ducks <laughs> ducks are actually doing kind of well they are the Ducks Correct. are actually uh, uh, three games above 500. Mm -hmm. Played very well. By Troy Terry. Like, Who's this Troy Terry kid among the uh, top five goals? Finally living up to his potential that he had in DU and at Denver. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, did we? Uh, all right. How much did we underrate this team? And uh, just looking ahead at like other teams that we like, the you know, I think there's a lot of teams out there. I think surprising a couple people here and there. But now, but bear in mind, though, we're still only a month into the season. I mean, like nope, I said, nope, this, this, nope, would... this is it, it, we're getting up to that point where if you're not in playoff position by American Thanksgiving, it's over. Oh, yeah. that's it. It's over. Yo, it's why over. You we're actually first? picking our Stanley Cup finals today, Lyle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's over. Yeah, yeah that, 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 that's the way it should be. Right. You know, it's like, oh, oh, you're you're, you're not you're not a playoff berth by American Thanksgiving. Well, that's it. It's done. Playoff. Playoffs start, playoff start Why even Thursday. try? Sell the team. Get out of here. Playoffs start on Turkey Day. Way you go. <laughs> Yo. Almost one hell of a weekend. Sometimes it does seem like there's, that. There's, there's maybe three teams right now that you could say, I could say with absolute degree of certainty, fall into that category of stick a fork in them. They're already done. And that's Arizona, Montreal, and Chicago. You know, 
Um, but listen, I mean, you know, yeah, Anaheim's off to off to a really good start. Um, you know, maybe this is a this is a sign that uh, yes, after three painful years of, of rebuilding, they they finally turn in the corner. I still don't believe they're a playoff club, not yet. You know, talk to me when we get to January and February, and then maybe I'll start believing then. But that being said, yeah, I mean, you know, you look at as I said, a kid like Troy Terry, you know, who looks like he's he's starting to play up to to uh, to expectations. I mean, John Gibson is still a fantastic goaltender. Um, you know, Trevor Zegers, you know, and Jamie Drysdale, those are two key pieces of their future who are you know looking really good. You. you <laughs> You can tell that Trevor Zegers is is drawing a lot of attention by the number of players who've been trying to basically cripple him, you know, with cheap shots. <laughs> so I suppose in a way he should be flattered. In another way, I'm like, yeah, there's another fail by the Department of Player Safety. You know, when when Trevor Zegers gets gets run by uh, Cedric Paquette in Montreal in one game, and then not even a week later, he gets slew-footed by a P.K. Subban. You know, hey, come on. You know, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that kid's being targeted. But they, again, but I digress. You know, they, they've got those younger players that they've been been counting on. They've some of them been a little slow in developing like Troy Terry. But we're starting to, yeah, maybe begin to see, uh, you know, the signs that, uh, yeah, they're, that, that, that rebuild may be starting, maybe starting uh, to develop and they're going to be a better team again you got to be careful remember buffalo was off to a great start now they're sinking just like everybody expected they would but yeah yeah and and, and i think i kind of overshot with the idea of the seattles uh going ahead and getting in there and you got a lot of teams that are underperforming i mean hmm. vegas vegas is barely over 500 but they've got well, they've, but they've yeah but they've got like you know, two thirds of their first line is is on the sidelines, right? Well, actually, now their entire first line, which was yeah. Jack Michael, so. uh, <laughs> Colorado ain't be having a good time. Injuries again, same yeah. thing. That and I think they're they're probably realizing just how much they 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 miss you know Philip Grubauer. No disrespect to to Darcy Kemper, but Grubauer was he well. Sucks. Grubauer was well like. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Atta boy, Mark. Don't pull no punches, buddy. <laughs> bring, 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 yeah. Short, sharp shot. There we go. But uh, yeah, that, those are injuries, though. Those when those those rosters get held. I mean, you're already starting to see it with Vegas. You know, they're actually starting to uh to improve a little bit here now as they adjust. Robin Leonard's been just lights out for them. He's been consistently their best player. Yeah. Uh and the Metropolitan is just a murder division. Uh <sighs> Jesus Christ. Oof, oof. The, the NHL Network said something last night that the Penguins were in, are in last place or something or something yep. like that in the Metro, but they're still over 500. Yeah, the the, the yeah. Metro Division has all their teams over 500. <laughs> That's, That's why you said it's, it's the murder division. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, the division of death, as they would say. Yes. Eight, eight points separate Footy. first and last in that division. It's the best division, and yet... You know, <laughs> you got you know you've got teams with records that would be like in the top three in any other division. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you just know that one of the teams is going to get left out of the playoffs for like, I don't know, Detroit or something, <laughs> right? 
Yeah. Detroit, Detroit's well, Detroit, going to sneak in with like yeah. a, a sub 500. Listen, They're going to okay. be fourth in, in the Atlantic. Well, listen, man, Detroit's what you know, back to, to Scotty's point there, Bruby. Detroit's one of those teams that's, that's surprising, you know, mm-hmm. They're playing very well. There they, are three, they, or three wins they, in a row right now. They do even better if Tyler Bertuzzi would just get the goddamn vaccine nah, so he can go on good. road trips with his He talked to Joe Rogan. He yeah, talked to Burger. He's getting the horse thing. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Douse himself in that horse paste and away he goes. Yeah. You want to talk about, like, that's the one issue. It's like I said, you know, they'd be doing so much better. You're supposed to be a team guy. You're going to put your teammates first and all that happy stuff, blah, blah, blah. And this is a team sport. And yet, no, I'm not going to get vaccinated. And now your team goes and loses. Because if you look it up, they struggle when he's not in the lineup. Mm-hmm. And when's he not in the lineup? When they cross the border into Canada. So, yeah. Canadian flu. It's a terrible flu. Don't want that flu. You apologize for for getting it everywhere you go. (laughs) So sorry. Sorry. We do not have the Canadian flu. (laughs) Sorry about the Canadian flu. (laughs) Kind of of almost letter. The almost letter Penny reference there. Yeah. Oh boy. What do you think about K. Trevor Wilson being the new Gordon Bombay? (laughs) I have no thoughts on that whatsoever. I'm I'm pitching for it in a big way, Lyle. I think that... I, I want to no. I want to see I want to see Shorzy from Letterkenny take over as the new Gordon Bombay. See, I would love Squirrely Dan as uh, the <laughs> release. No, Squirrely Dan be too forgiving though. No, but he plays a whole new persona. That'd be great. We want oh, we want to let Johnny Johnny pitch the Letterkenny Mighty Ducks cross up that now I can't stop thinking about. It. <laughs> oh, I think it's fantastic. I know. I yeah. It's like I'm, the more I'm think I'm thinking of it too. It's like yeah. Like, Jonesy and Riley, where would they be in this this whole thing? Well, Jonesy's already, or Riley's already there. He was the head coach of the Mighty Ducks prior, Dylan Playfair. So that's why we yes, want to have the is. other coach. Right. Yeah. yeah. Have them together. Have Bonnie McMurray there. It'd be a fucking good time. Have, have <laughs> Bonnie all <the> McMurray. <laughs> exactly. All the boys in pre-puberty get that. And then there we go. We're having a good time for everybody. Give your balls a ton, dick fucker. <laughs> exactly. Start. Um, so you have to figure out how, the best part about this entire bash up would be is you have to figure out how to say shit like that so that it works on Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Give your ears a tongue. <laughs> Listen, Bugs, Bugs Bunny found a way to get away with that stuff when, when we were kids, so I'm sure they'll figure out a way. Yes, but this is also when people smoked on TV, Mark. Like It was a different time, man. It was a different time. That's correct. Better time. You guys are so sad. I get a government tax credit just for hanging out with you. <laughs> we have to find a way to make this happen. Yes. <laughs> People out there smarter than us. Make this happen and then give us credit. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. What, who's the next big name going to be traded? Jack Eichel's off the board. Who else have we got out there in the sphere? Oh, boys, oh, boys. A little, yeah, it's, it's. Kind of early now. I mean, yeah, with I go off the board, you basically now everybody's kind of looking at, okay, what pending free agents could get traded? And maybe Marc-Andre Fleury, you know? Yep. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Yeah, well, that, that was inevitable. I mean, given how poorly Chicago's doing, you had to figure, you know, sooner or later that his name was going to start bubbling more to the surface. Um, you know, there's some... Some trying to suggest that, well, you know, maybe he'll go to the Edmonton Oilers to get traded to the Edmonton Oilers. It's like, well, first of all, he'd have to accept a trade to Edmonton. 
Oh, yeah. but everybody wants to go and play with Connor McDavid. Well, sure, but just not in Edmonton. <laughs> right. And, and, and also, by the way, as a goalie, that really doesn't help me at all. It's great <laughs> yeah, watching I, him skate really on the other side of the rink. Long, yeah, you're not really playing alongside <laughs> Connor McDavid. <laughs> you're in the front row seat to Connor McDavid. That's all. Uh, you're, you're in your crease, you know, 150, 200 feet <laughs> at the ice while watching Connor McDavid do his yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, perhaps at some point, um, you know, he gets traded, but I, I would, Jesus, if that happened, if that was to happen, I'd say probably you'd be looking at maybe January at the earliest. I don't know, unless he decides, you know, get me the hell out of here, find me a team to trade me to. And now call Detroit, tell them bullshit. (laughs) I mean, it was pretty well, it was pretty well publicized that he, he was on the fence about being there in the first place. So. Yeah. One place I think, honestly, and I, and I, you know, would not surprise me at all. And it, it yeah, it would be Pittsburgh. I was going to say Boston. That would not surprise me. Oh, that's Duke Rass spot. You guys know that. They're, they need a goalie, Lyle. Jeremy Swayman's just holding his seat on the bench warm until Tuka's ready to come back. And then it's going to be the Tuka Rask, Linus Olmark show for the rest of the season. That's how it's going to go. And Jeremy yeah. Swayman goes to the minors because he's waiver exempt. So there you go. Book it. Tuka Rask might have creative differences with the uh, writers to, yeah, of the that's... NHL. So, to, to be fair, Lyle, to I don't think fair, I, I, don't, to be fair. I don't know how many people are going to be uh, waiver claiming Linus Olmark. I don't no, know. No, not Linus Olmark. Jeremy Swayman. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, but you can keep Swayman up there. And then <laughs> Linus Olmark. I don't think anyone's going to be trying to labor. We, yeah, but can... I don't think Jeremy Jacobs wants over five million. Jeremy Jacobs don't want five million bucks sitting down in the miners riding the bus. I'd give you balls a ton. <laughs> <laughs> He's making that much money. Oh, what yeah, the fuck? he is. Why he is... is he making that much money? That's insane. I know. It's because of all his movies. The Christmas. Oh, Olmark. No, My yeah, bad. not Hallmark. Yes. <laughs> The other one, the other uh, one. Which, by the, the way, they're uh, starting their Christmas movies like next uh, week, and I too early, it. too early. It's <laughs> gonna be everywhere in this freaking house. I hate it. Yeah, I know. It, at least, it. at least up here they have the decency to wait until after Remembrance Day. Here, yeah. here is the thing, and this is just me. Every fucking Hallmark movie is the same, and yet they have hundreds of them. Oh God. Yeah. That's why they're all romantic, and they're all romantic comedies. Girl leaves small town for big (laughs) business deal. Comes back home, finds a guy who is the new guy in town. He's the new doctor, teacher, lawyer, whatever the fuck. She's like, oh, you should get smitten over him for a little bit. She's like, maybe small town isn't that bad. She sees her with another pretty girl, and she gets jealous. And like, I'm going to leave this town. Turns out it was like your deaf sister or something. And the (laughs) next thing you know, they fall in love, and it's over. And I have to sit through two fucking hours of that. You did. You did miss a key plot point there, and that's the the ex boyfriend who's too consumed with work to yes, notice that true. she is in the small town having fun. Yes, yeah, there exactly. are variations in the male love interest always. Yeah, same fuck thing every time. Why are you sitting through two hours of it, Scotty? <laughs> and I fucking don't want to change the channel. <laughs> They're like, no, we want to watch this. Fine, fuck. Jesus. Cooper, I'll change the channel. Wait, I think, this, I think this year, do? without looking, all right, I want one of our, uh, uh, damn it, one of the Pick'em segments, we, we draft uh, Hallmark actresses for Christmas movies. <laughs> you got Lacey Chabert. You got, that's the only one that I 
think I know. Oh, uh, Candace Cameron, of course. Oh, yes, Candace Cameron, definitely. Is there uh, a Wikipedia page of Hallmark actresses that we could, like... Yeah, we have to have some kind of research. Yeah, I gotta, I, I'll, I'll make a list, and then, and then without looking at the upcoming list, we just tally... How many movies they're in? We'll just pick up. We'll just in pick like up a two-week period of time. Yeah, I was gonna no, say, it doesn't have to be airtime. It's just uh, total movie. I mean, you, uh, what are you gonna re- are you gonna research? Are you gonna go look at the list of movies and figure out what movies they're no, in before we I'm make gonna, these picks? I don't even know if I have Hallmark. <laughs> I'm gonna say I don't just because. Okay, we got a list here. Yeah, there's Lori Loughlin. Yeah, oh, well, oh, she's no, not, that's no. a zero. Oh no, John's gonna you, draft her. I don't Alicia Witt. Alicia Witt. Lacey Chabert. Um, yeah, we say Candace Cameron. Uh, Danica McKellar. Oh, but, uh, oh. Okay. Mark, did you just make a drop that I'm going to choose the person that's in jail because, yes. you know, <laughs> zero goals? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I love that Winnie Cooper does these. <laughs> uh, Autumn so- Reeser. Jesse Schramm. Jesse Spada. Nikki Dolak. Uh, Fiona Gubbleman. I have never heard. I haven't heard of most of these. Yeah. Megan Park, Amy Acker. Outside Emily of the big Kim. names, these names that Lyler mentioned, these 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 AHL superstars. <laughs> do you think they make the Hallmark movie? Channel? <laughs> like, how much money do you think these folk heroes of Hallmark are making? Uh, uh, well, not enough. That's why they got to make six movies. <laughs> I'm gonna say max allowable per the CBA. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Here, the, you gotta think that they don't need to even remember their lines. It's no. the same movie again and again, and you they just ad lib by the fifth one. They get like a it's what up like a five movie deal, and yeah, they they just go and they do it because it's yeah you're, yeah you 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 go and you you make the money for those. It's what it's what they used to call you go and make the money picture so you can go and make the picture you want to make Hallmark. on the Hallmark Channel. Right. I have an answer. You'd be surprised how popular they are amongst women of this, a certain age. And this age. is from this is from MrDustbin.com, so you know it's it's yeah legit itself. perfect. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the net worth for actors, mm-hmm. or the the salary they get is between thirty thousand and a million per movie. Wow. Depending on yeah who it is. So uh, to complete a Hallmark movie, directors need two to three weeks. That's about <laughs> it. Yeah. That's about they all went to the Roger Corman school of directing, yeah. didn't they? That's because it's a bad libs. Here we go. Um, Andy McDowell on this list, twenty-five million. Oh, that is so heartbreaking. Jonathan Scarf, twenty million. Trevor Donovan, eighteen million. Paul Green, sixteen million. Wendy Malick from uh, Just Shoot Me, sixteen million. Remember her? Yeah, yeah, I've seen her in a lot of... I know they're doing it for the money and they're making good money from it, but it's just disappointing to hear Andy McDowell on that list. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But here's (laughs) the thing. She's used to these Hallmark movies because she did Groundhog Day. Yeah. (laughs) The same thing over and over again. Yeah, Yeah, but the difference was Groundhog Day was actually a terrific movie. (laughs) Uh, Catherine Bell from JAG, 15 million. Oh, from JAG, wow. Something okay, called. In that case, it's good that an actress like that, like that, after it comes off of a of a television series, can find good work like that. Candace Cameron Bure, fourteen million. Yeah, yeah. Lauren oh, Holly, for their writers aren't going to pay for themselves. You know. Lauren freaking Holly, fourteen million. Remember uh, her from the the Dumb and Dumb Dumber. And Dumber? Yeah. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say that she was uh, in the WWE. She was one of like, uh, what was it, Molly Holly? <laughs> that yeah. was Molly, yes. Kimberly Williams Paisley, $10 million. I don't know any of these people. Kimberly Williams Paisley is Brad Paisley's wife. Oh, yeah, sure. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed unfortunately, it. doesn't help. <laughs> just because yeah, I'm a country artist doesn't mean I know that Brad, I know Brad Paisley's wife. She was on, uh, God, what show was she? She was on some show. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that one. God, some show, she actually. was on she was on a according to uh according to Superflu. Um Jim Belushi show. Oh she did the, the Superflu. Superflu. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. With that one of our good bits that we all remember. That was a good bit. That was John good. Belushi's coronavirus and Jim Belushi was not. Those are fun times, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Trust me on this one. She was in Tales from the Crypt. She was on the George Lopez show. Wait. Bob the Bride. Who, whose rabbit hole are you going down right now? Uh, Kimberly William Paisley. Hey, okay. hey, hey. I was, yeah. Sorry, who's Wikipedia rabbit hole? My fault. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> hey. uh, Lyle, speaking of Lauren Holly and uh, 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 Jim Carrey movies, did you see the, uh, the see the Fort Wayne Comets, New Jersey's? No, I have not, sir. Mark, have you I have a feeling you're going I have to not. Be, and I'm going to be delighted. All right, yeah, it's going to be great. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta look. Oh, you know, because you're, you're, you're my source for these, uh, for these, these, these minor league jerseys. I don't normally get an opportunity to see I them. So, I know, Lyle, listen, we know. How I discovered swamp rabbits were a thing. Yeah. Yeah, you seriously, it was little swamp rabbits, Lyle. We know. Yeah, that was that was because oh. of your diligent research, my friend. I don't know if it was diligent research or it was just research. Um, it's diligent. <laughs> Belligerent? I'm trying to play you up here, man. Don't uh, you know? Don't knock yourself down. I don't like. I don't like how Twitter. If you don't log into a computer, you have. They're like, you have to log in. Get you have to download it again. Right. Stop it, you cocks. There's a new tab. Come on. Okay. Fuck. All right. Well, this is not the best picture because of the fact that they fucking cheap <laughs> me. But here you go. The new Ace Ventura jerseys are out. Oh Jesus! Way. Um, Way to maximize that, make a little bigger. That that that's about. That's it. as big as it gets. They they C blocked me on this because it's like don't miss a thing, sign oh. up. But yeah, you can see kind of right here. It's got the. Can you just close it? There's a little X right there. What happens when you hit the X? I go back to the here. Oh. But maybe if I hold on, if I do this, does it C block me? No, it doesn't. All right, cool. Uh, there's a great way to get around. Work around. So here we go, Lyle. Wow. It's the, it's... My almost 60-year-old eyes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I like the Hawaiian shirt that they got book going there. Got the got the striped uh, shells. Good times uh, against the Wheeling Jerry Nailers uh, next sun next Saturday. So, yeah, the uh, boy that looks like, it almost looks like there's a full collar there. I wish there was, like it was a Finnish league. <laughs> But alas, it is not. I like it. You nice like novelty. It? All right. Lyle digs it. Mark, you dig it? <sighs> as far as minor league um, things go, it goes great. I think this is great for as far as minor league um, promotions go. That's what I was looking for. It's gonna be the as far as the actual jersey is concerned, oh, it's there not needs something. to be a line drawn somewhere. Well, it's wow. Not 
permanent. This is a this is a one off. That's fine. It's a one off. I mean, yeah, if that was going to be like this is our permanent jersey from now on. Well, no, yeah, take about twenty percent off that because no, no, that's no. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm not saying I, I hate it, but it. I also, I mean, each team uh, tries to outdo the team uh, before them with stuff like this. So, uh, where 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 do we draw the line, cable guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, that, that was offensive. just creepy. That would yeah. be offensive. Yeah. No, although, no, no cable, no cable although it would be no, great if they came out in those jerseys, but then the goalie had the mask. That'd be mm. good. And then here comes Jim Carrey. I like I like the way you think, Johnny. That <laughs> Not Jim Carrey the actor. Jim, no, Carrey, Jim the Carrey, Carrey, the former goalie. Winner. Jim Carrey the actor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He has to drop the puck. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Anything else, Lyle, that we may have missed? Oh, I think we got her all covered, guys. Perfect. Hey, last week in the uh, SPHL, uh, Lyle was the big winner. And I mean right. big winner. Ten goals from his Quad City DJs. Um, I was second with four. Mark and Johnny tied with one. Woohoo! So, good times. This, this week, to the USHL. USHL. United States just- Yes, indeed. All around the world, people. All around the world. <laughs> and, and see, I was going to go with Daft Punk. Oh, no. All around the world. Uh, what are we looking at? USA. USHL. Oh, wow. Aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a you can't, you can't go too far with that, or else we'll yeah, get a trademark. My head for the rest of the night. I gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, Mark, what do you got for us? Oh, I gotta go first. Okay. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Hold on. I re- I rescind that. Johnny goes first. Woo-hoo! There we go. All right. Um... <laughs> wow. Okay. So. Uh, I pulled up Wikipedia. I uh, I just found a team that doesn't have a link for their arena. The only team that does not have a link for their yeah. arena. Uh, they play at Bob Suter's Capital Ice Arena, which sounds like something that uh, Gordon Bombay might own in the near future. <laughs> uh, so I'm going with the Madison Capitals. With an O. Oh, they uh they have a uh, capacity of two thousand six hundred eleven seats. Of course, just in case you're the third wheel. <laughs> Perfect. All right, now Mark, it's your turn. Um. Hmm. See, I I'm looking at the map here, and there's uh, you know. It's pretty pretty well condensed map for United for a league that calls themselves the United States Hockey League. They really don't really represent much of the United States. Gotta say, <laughs> it's true. Where, it's where true. are all the cities located, Mark? They're all what between country like are the cities located in, Mark. <laughs> yes, but they're all between like Nebraska and Idaho. <laughs> they're in Michigan. <laughs> or, sorry, uh, Ohio. Fuck, I don't know geography. They're all between like Nebraska and uh, some other place. They're Oklahoma. They're in Oklahoma. What? A Nebraska. Certain thing that the population would say Pro- that's the real America. There, did you say Provo? Provo, Utah. Yes. Uh, I thought you meant Provo, Spain. 
but I am going to go super meta with my pick in the United uh, States Hockey League. I'm going with the most United States team in the United States Hockey League, the United States National Development Program. Yay. <laughs> You're, they yeah. play in the USA Hockey Arena. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird how that's just <laughs> generic, generic situation they got going on there. Derek it's Arena good, it's good for those kids, though, to get in that experience there. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is fantastic. I am, it is. I am, uh, That's don't... part of the reason why the United States is becoming a powerhouse in international hockey is because you guys, as I've been saying for years, you guys develop your young players properly. And this is one good way they do it with the national development team being part of a league like this. It's great for their players. Indeed. Um. I am going to pick uh, an arena that has 4,000 even. Uh, they are uh, part of the Cedar Rapids. And they're on the, they play at the I'm on ice arena. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> the Cedar Rapids Rough Riders Cowbell. That is good. Wow. You I, can never I, I'm on ice. <laughs> on <Bye>. ice. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lyle, your turn. Okay, sticking with the wrestling theme, and I think this one's going to be pretty obvious. I'm going with the Chicago George the Animal Steel. That's a good one. <clears throat> also, we also would accept that the Sioux Falls WCW stamp, Fall Stampede. Oh, I'll keep that in mind. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, I'm actually surprised. Team. I'm surprised Mark didn't go with the... Uh, the uh, Little Giants reference and the team that played in the Icebox Arena. <laughs> yes. Would, would, you have, gonna be, yeah. would you have also accepted the Fargo Strike Force? Oh, yes, Ooh. we would have. Absolutely. Because they strike with force. Strike Force. Yeah. Although I would have needed to change their name to the Delta Force just for this week. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. There we go. We've done that. So there are teams that will be playing hockey. Hooray. Oh. They'll be playing hockey. Who knows? I think Johnny's team only had one game again last week. So That's fine. Playing. They didn't get defunct yet. I haven't. I haven't folded a team yet in <laughs> like in like years. <laughs> Johnny has not collapsed an entire franchise, folks. So we got that going for him. Yeah. Um. I want to say you collapsed the league too, or we all collapsed the league because I think we took the Central Hockey League the the week that it defunct. Um. So, you know, and and you and we didn't do like three weeks of uh. Of a of a league only to have the team Johnny pick only play one game because they were stuck in Newfoundland. So <laughs> that was that was by far the best one. Had to be, yeah. St. John. So, yeah. yeah. St. John's, the Maple Leafs. It was a good time for everybody. Uh well, most everybody. Except, Not except for the kids that were stuck. Yeah, except for everyone who was stuck on the rock. Um Rockefeller, y'all. Uh, all right. What do we got here? What do we got? Ha ha! Fuck you. Yeah, we got a ha ha! Fuck you. Why wouldn't we have that? God damn it! All right. Let's go. Let's go all the way. Let's go all the way. What year? What years do we want to do, gentlemen? What years? Like, what kind of eight time range we want to do? Give me, give me uh, the year two thousand, Scotty. Oh. I want, I want the year oh. two thousand. Year 2000. I feel like we're always hovering in the 90s and we're always hovering in the early 2000s, but I don't think we've ever hit right on the nose of the year 2000. Okay, all right, Mark, Mark, the age of Aquarius. It is, it is. Uh -huh. I'm just assuming. All right, 
So let's uh, let's go with this then. Um, Mark, pick a pick a number between one and thirty. Seventeen. Seventeen. All right, Mark picks the number seventeen. Mark, pick a number. It's another number. <laughs> now you narrow the scope of the number I'm supposed to pick, Scott. Pick, pick, pick the number between 1 and 31 and not 17. Okay, 1 and 31. So I'm looking at a calendar. It's so I'm going to go with 21. 21. All right. Cool. All right. Perfect. We did it, everybody. We found a 21. 21! Great movie, by the way. Game show. We're going to October 21st, 2000. From the Pengrove Saddle Dome, the <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs take on the Calgary Flames. We have ourselves a first off, it was a two to one final. Oof. It's uh, before the deadline, of course. Mm-hmm. And we've got uh, 19, 18 skaters aside with a goalie each. Mark, start us off. Flames, Maple Leafs, don't you dare miss this matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerome Aginla. McGinley's on the board. That's a good one. That's a good one to start off with. Uh, to Lyle. Matt Sundin. Matt Sundin is a good one to keep going. There it is. On that board. Johnny P. Um, Shane Corson. Shane Ooh. Corson on the board. You better believe it. First round sweep for everybody. Congratulations. Hey. We're going to end the show. Have a great day. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> uh, Mark, keep it going. I will do my best uh, with Mika Kiprusov. Ooh, sorry. Damn. Oh. Yeah. A little early for that. A little early for that. A little early. A little early for Kipper. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Came in 03. All right. Uh, Lyle. Ty Domi. Ty Domi's on that board. Had the game winning goal in this one. <laughs> well, As he should. He did. Yeah. Did he punch uh, it into the net? <laughs> <laughs> he just he just stared at it and the puck just towered into the net. Uh Johnny. Um Felix Potvin. Sorry. Sorry. He's in Vancouver that time. Vancouver, LA. It was a very oh, weird yeah. time. He was in LA then. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh to Mark. Thomas Caberlet. On the board, Thomas Caberlet. Nice. Good. Good work on that one. Lyle? <clears throat> um, do I want to name the goal? No, I'm going to leave the goalie alone. Okay. That's, that's usually Johnny, Johnny's domain. You can name whoever you'd like to name. That's true. It is an open forum, Lyle. No, I'm going to leave the goalie for Johnny. Um, Andre Ponikarovsky. Andre Ponikarovsky. Not there. Sorry. Did not get on that pony on that one. Uh, Johnny. Uh, uh, Mike Vernon. On the board. Played for the Calgary Flames. Good work. Second meeting, yeah. Uh, Mark. Um, probably not. But Joe Newendike. Ooh, he was in Dallas already, probably. He was in 
Dallas or Jersey? One of the two. I think Dallas because he just he won a cup with the with the Stars. So you're close though. I think you're just a year or two off. Lyle. Um. Steve Thomas. Stumpy Thomas is on the board. Nice. At 17 minutes in pa- uh, penalties this game. Rough game yeah. for Stumpy. Um, you got a fighting and a misconduct. It was amazing. Uh, go ahead, uh, Mr. Uh, Jackie. Uh, Darcy Tucker. Mm-hmm. Tucker on that board. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, believe it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where Shane Corson goes, so does Darcy Tucker. <laughs> yeah. I had to figure out who the other one was in that situation. <laughs> uh, Mark? I'm still trying to figure out the Toronto goalie, yes? Yes. Uh, yes. On that note, I'm going to go to Calgary and Alex Tangay. Sorry. Yeah, that was a great swerve, though. Colorado. He jumped back and forth so between Colorado and... Yeah. Calgary. Lyle. Uh, Brian McCabe. Brian McCabe is on that board. You best better believe that. 22 minutes ice time for Brian McCabe. Jeez, I can't believe believe I'm having trouble trying to remember the Leafs from 20 years ago. That's back when they were actually a a good team. It happens, bro. Not that they're not good now, but they were a good team. They're a team. Uh, Johnny. Um, Ed Belfour. Sorry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Let's say he was still in Dallas. I'm uh, John Mark. I don't know Toronto's goalie, so if Lyle knows it, he should say it. Okay. I keep thinking that Ed Jovanovsky played for the Flames. I'm pretty sure he didn't, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, you were right. He did not. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. It's a good guess, though. Played for Vancouver mostly. Florida for a time. Uh, Lyle, what do you got? Okay. Uh, since Johnny's handing off the goalie one, I'll I'll give it a stab and say Curtis Joseph. As uh, there it is. Nice. Who Joe? Both goalies off the board now. Johnny P, what do you got for us? Uh, Sheldon Surrey. Sorry, no sorry. Montreal, I think then. Yeah. I think Montreal. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mark. Mike Sillinger. Mike Sillinger, sorry. Good, Good guess, though. Wide net. <laughs> Wide net. Good guess. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to play yeah, the odds. Out there. Hey, exactly. Exactly. Lyle. Um, since we mentioned Candace Cameron earlier, so she's now Candace Cameron Burray. So how about Valerie Burray? He's on that board. You better leave that. Well, it was a minus one. In this game, good stat line. Good stat line. Okay, let's uh, see how many games I remember. Hmm. John, how Sorry, good. You know what? You get points for retroactive. So uh, <laughs> retroactively put Leave those. those. Uh, Mark, Robin Regeer. on the board. Robin Regeer. Nice call. Yeah, Brazil, Brazil. Hmm. Uh, Lyle. Um. Speaking of marks, 
Let's try Mark Savard. Mark Savard. So on the board. And it's yes. Oh, really? I was going to say Mark Savard. Wow. I thought he was in I, Atlanta already by I, then. I, nope. I, I couldn't remember if he if he was still with Calgary at that point, but yeah, Mark Savard. There we go, uh, Johnny. Yeah. Um, uh, Andrew Burnett. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was with the Thrashers at that point. Uh, Mark. Uh, um. I'm, I'm digging deep here. I got. I don't have much left in the tank. Oh, no. uh, I'll, I'm going to skip this round and so with the anticipation of ha- having a name next round. Well, that's better to have it because you're going to start the last call. Lyle? Um, Steve Montador? Steve Monty Montador. Sorry. Uh, I think he's still in Buffalo at that point. Or juniors, I don't know. Uh, Johnny? Um, Thea Flurry? Sorry. Uh, no, he, he gone. He gone. All right, last call. Mark, what do you got? You guys went around really quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have three people playing the game. <laughs> It's like a uh, it's like a drinking game where you're like shit. Back to me already. Damn it. <laughs> um. Uh, no. No. Is he on the board? No. Just no. I got nothing. All right. Lyle. Last uh, one. Okay. Um. Thinking of Flames defenseman again. Um, Darcy Goche? Uh, no, Denny Gauthier, not there. Oh, okay. Uh, Johnny, who do you got? Last, last, last pick, last call. Uh, Bob Rouse. Bob Rouse, and not there. The Merson person, however, is. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, all right. For the Leafs, Sergey Berezin. Corson was mentioned. Corey Cross. Uh, Domi was mentioned. Jonas Hoagland. Caberlet was mentioned. Dimitri Christich. Uh, Everyone's really? favorite. Yep. Dimitri Christich. You're, tell- you're trying to tell me he wasn't on the Penguins or the Caps at this point. Get out of here. Or the Bruins. <laughs> uh, Igor Korolev. Dave Manson. Danny Markoff. Uh, McCabe was mentioned. Yannick Perot on this team. Oh, uh, of course he was. Oh, that's funny. That's oh. good. Uh, Gary Roberts on this team as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Sundin Thomas Tucker mentioned Gary Volk on this team, Dmitry Yuskevich, and Joseph Innette. For the Flames, Tommy Abilene, Nicholas Anderson, Wade Belak, Burry was mentioned, Jeff Cowan, Phil Housley was still kicking around. Oh. Uh, Iggy was mentioned, Bill Lindsay, Dave Lowry, uh, Tony Lidman, uh, Robin Regeer was mentioned, Oleg Saprikin, Savard, Jeff Shantz, Steve Smith, Corey Stillman, Jason Weimer, Clark Wilm, and Mike Vernon in nets. Hmm. I think we did about average on that. You guys did pretty good on that, to be quite honest with you. Well done. Well done, all of you. All right, Lyle. 
Uh, well, enjoy your rest of your week, sir. We will talk to you again next week, and we'll see what ha- see what other teams start behaving badly and go from there. You know, I I, I hope that none do. I want to break from this because I'm tired it of talking. It is getting exhausting. Is it's it's exhausting to write about it and it's tiring to talk about it. So yeah, hopefully better stuff next week. Indeed, thank you, Lyle. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good week, guys. See you later. Lawrence InspectorsHockey.net at Spectres Hockey on Twitter. Johnny, what do you got for shoutouts? Um, give a shout out to Veterans Day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we forgot to say something to Lyle. Lyle's a veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they have Remembrance Day up there. It's not Veterans Day, really. No. Uh, I don't know. I have a shout out. For uh, getting a red jersey. It's great. I think that's pretty much it. I think I'm good. All right. Uh, Mark? Uh, I don't have much. I'm exhausted. Um, I did have a Dia de los Muertos tonight. I have five more of those. So decided to go with one of those tonight. Hopefully the kids sleep. That would be nice if uh, if I were able to get some sleep tonight for the first night in, I don't know, four years. It's unlikely, but, you know, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. That's shout, out, that shout out to Boosters. I get mine on Monday, not Friday morning at, 10, er, at 12.30 in the morning, so. Good times. That's all I got. Nice. Uh, shout out to snow coming in the area. Kind of a shout out slash this. It's going to be pretty, but it's going to be havoc. Um, shout out to muscle or, or this to muscle pain. Muscle pain, muscle pain, not fun, especially back pain. It's the worst. Oh, getting older sucks. What I'm saying. Um, shout out red jerseys. Got one myself as well. So happy about that. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that's it for Johnny P. Mark with the CM Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show on the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction. You can get us on all the podcatchers Apple, Google, uh, Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, all the places. Get it there. Probably Podcast Pickle too, if that's still around. Um, <laughs> catch us on the social medias at FOHS Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, and also on the Patreon, patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. All good times there. Until we talk to you next week, you guys be good, be safe, be well, and peace.